Hey guys, hey, welcome to the pod. Welcome back to Never Before Seen. It's a podcast. It's a working title too. <laughs> Still a working title. Work in progress. Working title. Um, working on the weekends. It's just working not snappy girls. enough. It's just not. I want snappiness. I want it to be snappy. Hey, if you have a better title for our podcast, call in. Call We're us now. Yeah, no, like, we literally, like, really, no, like, I'm actually, I'm serious. We really want to hear your opinion. So if you don't call, that actually reflects poorly on us. So just think about that and call in. All right, uh, let's get right into it. Today. Oh, wait, I think we should introduce ourselves at the beginning of the first few episodes. Okay, because also there's a chance this could end up being the first episode absolutely well welcome to never before seen my name is caroline i use they them pronouns i live in just kidding i live in new orleans and um my favorite kind of ice cream is olive oil and salt from the creole creamer that is not real tell me that's not real new orleans it's actually real and it's the best thing i've ever had that's so interesting next time i visit i really want to try that all right um i am their sister i am their younger sister and my name is julia and i use she pronoun i use a she series of pronouns and i'm in boston right now at emerson college studying comedic arts because i I say the she series i've never heard of that that they say that all the time at emerson they say they i use the she series of pronouns or i use the he series of pronouns so i that's how that's kind of how i've been conditioned to introduce myself it's kind of easier because then you don't have because i don't know kind of easier than saying she her hers i also don't think it's necessary to say like hers i feel like she her is sufficient they them Mm -hmm. um anyway I'm studying comedic arts. Horrible decision, maybe. Um, we'll see. Stay tuned for that. And the uh, the film that we're going to be reviewing, let's attempt to say it at the same time, but I don't know if that's going to work. The film that we are going to be reviewing, never having seen it, is Top, Top Gun. Gun. Because we are doing this remotely, we have a number of technical challenges, all of which we will overcome. Because we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll overcome Bitchly it. Queens. My actually, yes, the worst part about doing this remotely is that I we can't do our Australian twin bit. I so. know. Maybe eventually we'll be able to. Yeah, maybe like a, for a Thanksgiving a special, we can some tweens. Like Thanksgiving special, we'll do in person, and we will do mm-hmm. our Australian um, accent talking in unison. The bit. idea of a Thanksgiving special just really tickles my heartstrings. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. Alright, um, so we're watching Top Gun. I've never seen it. Have you seen it? I'm just kidding. We've I've never discussed seen it. this already. Just kidding. That is the metric. That is the only thing that we are allowed to review. Yeah. Is the thing that we have not seen before. So we're watching Top Gun. I, you know, I picked this one. I hear, hear about it all the time. Really? I do not. And... That might be because I do not hang out with straight people. So I would like to hear your take I don't on this. really hear... I mean, other than our father, I don't really talk to a lot of straight men. Um, and dad has talked about it a decent amount 
heard about it in pop culture. Also, my dear friend Elizabeth from high school. Elizabeth, if you're listening, hey there. How's college? Oh, Oh, should I not? I won't mention last name. Yeah, I feel that it's weird. Bleep it. No. Okay, cool. Um, Who is at UVM? Um, Bleep that too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She goes to college at beep. So she, like, this is like her favorite movie and she talks to me. She always talks about it. And I have never seen it, and it seems like a really straight man movie, and I'm surprised that even a woman is talking to me about it. Yes. Actually, can I interject to say, I said that I don't talk to many straight people. However, one of my roommates, Ben, is in fact straight. And he was in the kitchen today after I went on a foraging expedition with a blue triangle painted on my head. What does that mean? It means that I was having a rough week mental health-wise. So this morning, before I had to lead a discussion in my graduate-level English um, modern literature class in a book that I read this morning, I, uh, I painted a blue triangle on my head, and afterwards I was so drained that I decided to go looking for free fruit growing around my area. Okay. Based on a map. Okay, so what happened when you came back and saw Ben? Fruit trees. I came back. I talked to Ben. I put my pomelos in a cute little bowl so that my roommates can eat them if they wish. So I live with three men right now. That is happening. It's tea. It's shade. It is everything in between. I've never lived with a man before. Um, honestly, pretty fine. Pretty fine. Um, but does this have anything straight? to do with Top Gun? No, this is also just a personal update for me. Okay, okay. However, however, so... I say, Ben says, how's it going? As he says every time he walks into the kitchen. Same, same way. How's it going? How's it going? Love it. So consistent. He comes in the kitchen. He's like, how's it going? I'm like, actually, I'm about to watch Top Gun. He goes, oh, I did not think I would get his, I, I, I knew I it would happen. I his attention. But he knew it. He loves it. He loves it. And I, then I realized, we don't, I don't have to watch the movie because we're doing the first yeah, portion right. of the podcast at this moment. However, he was like, well, what do you know about it? And I was like, that's an interesting question. I'm not supposed to know anything about it except what I hear from a peer. And he said, I'm a peer. Never fear, you queer. I will tell you exactly what he never, he did not call me a queer, to clarify. Okay. I'm saying that in retrospect. He tells me, well, I'm like, he's like, I love action movies. I'm like, strike one. I do not. Strike one. But literally, um, he was like one of my favorite movies. I won't say Strike Two. He's got pretty good taste, but he says, "I say, oh well, I've seen Naked Gun." He says, "Unrelated." <laughs> so one of the, the only things I thought I knew about this movie is false. Oh yeah, Naked Gun uh, is not the same as Top Gun. At not all. related. Not even like I thought Naked Gun was like satiring the top. I thought. The Naked Gun was a satire of Top Gun and similar related Wait, films. Wait, is it called The it Naked Gun? I thought it was just Naked Gun. I thought it was The Naked Gun. Let's look that up. That Let's that we can it. look up. Yeah, we can't. As oh, for the ground rules, why don't, Julia, why don't you go over the ground rules while I look up whether it's the or just Naked Gun? The ground rules are quite flexible, I think, and I think they may change as we move forward, but... Here's what we're doing. We're reviewing the movie without having any information. We have a little segment where we get to um, 
we look at what this movie is about. Like, we get to look at one source to see something about the movie. Um, Using a spinning wheel. We use a spinning wheel. Um, That's pretty cool. And that's, like, the whole thing. We're just going to review this movie before we watch it, and then we'll do a quick recap after we watch it. You should watch it with Ben. You should do some roommate bonding and watch Top Gun with Ben. That would actually be adorable, and I will be asking him. I'll update you. Also, it is neither the Naked Gun nor Naked Gun. What? It is the following. The Naked Gun, colon, from the files of police squad, exclamation point. That's weird. Um, yep. I think it's, it's generally satirizing this genre, but it's not specifically satirizing this film. Okay. All right, we've been talking for a little while. Let's get right into it. What do you know about Top Gun? Let's let's talk about what we oh, know God, as a please. base level before we even get into doing the... Ooh, let's do a, like, ding, movie quiz. Can we call it that? Yes. Can that be the segment? We love to play movie quiz on, on the... Elect- on the. I want to bleep Alexa, but I'm not going to. We have an Alexa at our shared parents. Well, home. that's... We do song quiz. Song quiz. Oh, okay. Well, movie quiz then is even farther from copyrighted. Yeah. We are not affiliating ourselves with the game song quiz, Alexa. But I like when they say, it's a song quiz bonus round. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. We also like to play Jeopardy on there. We love Jeopardy. We're not going to bleep that. We love you, Alex Trebek, and we're, we're hoping you're doing well. Shouts out Alex Trebek for literally every day that he wakes up and is alive. I love him. I cherish him. I hope he's... Doing we well really hope he's doing well. Alex Trebek, if you're listening, we hope you're doing well. And we know that you're a fan. <laughs> if you listen to our first episode of our first ever podcast, you're winning. Thank you so much, Alex Trebek. All right, so movie quiz. Movie quiz. Okay, so let's just fire off then back and forth facts that we know about the film. All right. You can start. I think you should start Ding. because you don't know anything. One, it has Tom Cruise. That was going to be my first one. I was just going to let you have that one. Thank you so much. Thing, it's about guys who are in Navy flight school to be like okay. pilots. That is already more than I know. Um, I thought it was. No, wait. I think Ben said it was the Air Force. I am almost positive it's the Navy. All right. Two and a half asterisk controversial fact. Maybe it takes place in the Air Force. All right. I'm going to contend that. Um. There's Goose and Maverick. I know that. And I've had the damn John Bellion song stuck in my head all day. Yes. Yes, you call me Goose, I call him Maverick because of Top Gun. Literally over and over. Because that's one. I would say maybe that's my three. That is the third thing I know about this movie that it is referenced. Do you know anything about the plot? Literally, when I tell you not at all, Let, can I make some wild estimations if you do know something about the plot? I do know something about the plot. There's a sexy lady involved. That See, there's a very specific plot point that I know about that I'm not going to say now because it's a big spoiler. You can spoil it for me, though. I, no, no, no. I've got a big spoiler. If we collectively don't know things, we should go into it with an equal understanding. Oh, my God. Are you going to literally spoil it for me, though? I've got a big spoilie. you got a big spoilie doily. Come on. Please tell me. Goose dies. Oh my god, literally. I'm ending the pod. This is it. Nope. Nope. Pa. Pod up one. 2020 09 30. 
ended what? because you spoiled it for me. Okay. Um, I'm kidding. That's very upsetting. Yeah, I know that. It's a big thing. <laughs> Goose dies um, in Top Gun. I think I got to spoil it to me by Brooklyn Nine-Nine because there's this bit where they're... Um, Do they... Okay. One of the characters... It's a, you know, you hear a Is lot about a Top Gun. Movie? It's, it's not a cop movie. It's basically a cop movie in that they're in the oh, military. No. Um, Worse. But the, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, there's this thing where one of the characters is, is like, trying to stall from doing something, and he's explaining the entire plot of Top Gun, he, uh, and then the other character has never seen it. It's like, oh, but, but Goose comes back, right? No, Goose is gone. So I know that Goose dies. That's what I know. Is Goose the lady? No, Goose is, uh, I believe, Tom Cruise's, like, partner or something. I thought it was going to be a romantic plot. Um, is it because is, in a romantic setting that John Bellion song says Goose and Maverick? Yeah, so I... But now I'm realizing, like, maybe I should have given John Bellion more credit. Okay. Just kidding. I never need to give a, a white Christian man more credit. That's true. I should have given John Bellion less credit as to think that there is a sexy romantic scene in this film there's probably a sexy romantic scene in this film uh, otherwise the straights wouldn't like it that much you're probably right maybe a kiss in the rain my friend valentina has posed that straight people love kissing in the rain they do although i'm gay and i also like that so I don't know. I'm a sucker for most romantic, like does that make me like, controversial thingies from movies? I I love most yeah. of them. So definitely, I think gestural things are very cinematic. You know, it's not sexy though. That stupid kiss, it, the the Spider Man kiss. I'll admit that's not sexy. The Spider Man kiss. <gasps> we should on do Spider-Man that movie. For me. Have we? Have if you ever Andrew watched Garfield it? Because Spider Man. No, the upside down. Sp- the only like the upside down spider. Uh, what's his name? To- <gasps> Toby McGuire. Yeah, I've never seen the Toby movie. McGuire. I've never seen it either. I'm coming oh my up next. gosh! <laughs> Ding. We should we should have like a little counter for every time we're like, no, I've never seen it. Ding. Let's have some. Let's have a sound effects board. Let's not. Oh, uh, I can't wait this. until you hook up that machine with the sound effects. I'm really excited. Uh, Maybe next week. Maybe. Who knows. I think we're we're being a little. Um. <laughs> I'm serving as editor, engineer, and talent at the moment, so we'll see how how it comes. Yeah. To okay. Um. So that's what we know about the film. Here's he, honestly the plot of this movie. It, here's what I think. Let's go into this part Tell of me. it. All right. Here's what I believe the plot of this movie to be. Tom Cruise is in flight school. Go off. They fly planes. There's maybe a sexy scene. That's the whole movie. Goose dies. I think it's going to be something to do with the Russians because it was still the 80s. That's one of my historical estimates. I think it will will feature some kind of now cringy but a little bit kitsch 80s technology from the military thing to flex. Yep. Maybe a scene where it shows the dashboard of the plane. And there's like the little thing and it goes... Yes, yes, absolutely. I think there's maybe a prop plane just for fun. I don't un- even if they can we maybe a jet. I don't know when jets happened. Can we? Can you just people talk about prop planes? I don't know what that is. People say prop plane. I'm like, is it a movie Propeller. prop? <gasps> Propel. Oh, that's actually really sweet. Drew. They say prop, prop planes, and I thought it was like for doing cool like tricks, a like a prop no. plane. Oh. No, like the thing that makes it go. 
That makes like a lot of sense. I thought that they kind of like all had propellers in some way. I guess turbines are different than propellers. I think I think our father would be so upset to know that we're having these questions given the amount of hours that he has watched the Smithsonian Channel. <laughs> like National Geographic and large stuff planes. planes. He loves planes. Our Big father loves planes. planes. He loves it. I think he should get his pilot's license. I've got to be honest. I think dad probably watched Top Gun as a kid and he was like, this is what I want to do probably loved it yeah he said he wanted to be in the air force oh my god this is we should look at this critically as a piece of propaganda and i will be doing that i thought he was gonna join the marines the marines but i think ironically or not ironically i guess just as you would expect um his eyes were bad so he can't well that that's the reason he didn't he wanted to be an astronaut he wanted to be an astronaut and then he wanted to be a fighter pilot and what an ambitious man he his eyes are bad our dad has an astigmatism and he can't fly airplanes um yeah tragically our father can only (laughs) drive ups trucks so he d- he can probably drive other trucks too. He's got a did he's you got like know a special license? Did you know that he packs and delivers like UPS trucks? Stop! Are you serious? That is iconic. Literally, roll the tape. That is so famous. That is so famous. Okay, can we start saying famous like it's just something that's cool? Yes, because it's like fame isn't really anything besides just something that people widely agree is cool or terrifying. Can we watch some horror movies in October? Yeah. yeah. Please? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, yes. Tell me what I, else you think is going to happen. I, literally, my prediction is that this movie is going to be about nothing. It's just going to be a bunch of cool flying scenes. You think... Okay, so that's actually true. I didn't consider... Or I did when I was talking to Ben. I said, I don't really like action movies. And he didn't really have much of a recovery for, like, what, how to incentivize me to watch it after that. So I think maybe it will just be a lot of straight-up action. Oh, wait, wait. I don't know who directed it. Wait, I don't know wait, who, okay. like, was on the production team. I have an now. idea. Okay. I, again, I'm almost certain that it's the Navy. Because it's, like, this, like, really, like, hard... It's, like, real. It's real that, like, this is, like, Navy a really... Navy SEALs? No, it's not Navy SEALs. It's Navy pilots. But you have to be, like, really, really good... And you have to be, like, okay. in the top of your class at the Naval Academy or whatever to get into this. Oh, top Gun. So they have to, like... Gus the title. I believe Top Gun pilots are a real thing. But I think there's going to be a rivalry between, like, him and another guy who are, like, they're, like, fighting okay. to be at the top of their class in flight school in order to become Top Gun pilots. To become Top Guns. Um, they should call it Top Guns. Also, like I remember... Top. My favorite teacher of all time, Melissa Fallow. Melissa Fallow. Mrs. Fallow, if you're listening, oh my god, I love you so much. She one time in class. Iconic. I I have had her for three classes. I love this woman so much. Um, just the softest, most beautiful. She was talking one time just about this thing where like one of the characters in Top Gun is like twirling a pen with his fingers, and I'm excited to see that. That's all. That sounds great. Twirling a pen. All right, so we got a lot on our plates here. We got pen twirling, possible homoeroticism. I didn't mention that, but that's also a prediction. I would love it if there's homoeroticism in this. There's going to be. It's a military movie. Propaganda. We got... Wow. Really Okay, I'm going to roll... I'm going to spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. And then also, uh, before we spin the wheel, let's stop for a brief PSA. (laughs) 
before we get started again. All right. Welcome back. It's We're time to spin, to spin the wheel. All right. For anyone unaware, which I'm sure is everyone, because this is a new podcast, the yes. items on the wheel are as follows. Wikipedia, yeah. IMDb, Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, Common Sense Media, and a trailer. We will get we to you. We are allowed to look at one. One thing. Only All one. right. I'm spinning the wheel. We can maybe do a sound effect, too. The wheel has landed on Wikipedia. The wheel has spoken, and this is huge. Let me just say, I don't, I cannot remember the last time that I went to my computer and typed Wikipedia.org into the browser. Yeah, I just did that. Okay, Top Gun. This is exciting. All right, here's my first, my first thing I see from. Just like looking at with the Wikipedia page, directed by Tony Scott, man, produced by man, man, written by man, written by man, oh, starring God. man, man. I think that's a, this is no, really that's hard a woman. Then there's a woman like... in it. There's a woman in the movie. Her there's name is Kelly McGillis. I'm sure she's the sexy lady. She's probably the sexy lady. Oh my God, Val yeah. Kilmer is in this. Val Kilmer wasn't he also? Oh no, not Spider Man. He was Batman. That's cool. I didn't know that. He was. He was in the very campy. Oh, no, wait. Which was the very campy one? I think that was the one with George Clooney, Batman. I think that's that true. He doesn't want to be there. Okay. Oh, my God. Take my breath away. <gasps> oh, I forgot that's in this. That's so iconically in this, right? Because it won the Academy so we're going to see some 80s culture. I was talking to Ben about Rain Man. I was like, was this before or after Rain Man? Because Rain Man was like huge for Tom Cruise. Yeah, wait, when did this come out? 86. When was Rain Man? I think Rain Man was after this, maybe. Was it after? I think that, Let's look that he up. Googled it and told me it was after. Oh, Rain Man was 88. I thought Rain Man was 88. It was 88. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to tell you right now. We really can just look at, if we wanted to, we could pretty much figure out everything about this movie including plot. Yeah, let's let's stay want, let's stay in really like the, the top plot. section of wikipedia let's not like go all that's the way fine. down um uh, but no but i'm looking at the pictures you can look at the photo that's fine okay it's just like uh, there's a lot of rules but there's like no rules. i just like don't want to like look at everything oh let me look at the award so the only oscar at one was for best original song which take my breath away that's the one you think of when it's like i can't believe either think of the here's my contention hold on you think of either one of two songs when you think of a romantic song and it's either the romeo juliet suite at minute 10 by tchaikovsky can you sing that because i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) oh it's like these two and then i think you can draw a line directly i can't believe that that is an original song for this film that's wild like that was written for this that's incredible so so i guess the soundtrack must be good first of all i was right it is the navy okay so that's i just wanted you to know i'm right (laughs) no that's fine that's chill um and that's on ben so 
Let them know. That's on Ben, actually. (laughs) But I will, actually. I'll tell him that. I'll tell him that when we're watching this film together. Apparently, in 2015, the United States Library of Congress... This is propaganda. I'm already going to say that this is propaganda. (laughs) Selected the film for preservation in the National Film Registry, finding it culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. (laughs) No, no, no. This is already the culture in this They're world, making a so sequel. We'll get into Habermas. In They're our making next a sequel segment, that's sure. coming out next year because it was supposed to come out already, but because of COVID, it didn't. I love that Wikipedia. Okay, from The Social Dilemma, I know you haven't seen it. Have you seen The Social Dilemma? I have not. Okay. I haven't seen it. Ding. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Ding. Okay, so we got um, this guy who's like. I'm sure, like, one of the smartest people on the planet. Like, just this dude, like, I forget, maybe he worked at Google. But he made this analogy to, like, um, Facebook versus Wikipedia. And, like, imagine a world in which whatever you look up on Wikipedia, you're going to, like, the article is going to look different based on your search history or something like that. It was just, like, that's what happens with Google and with Facebook and stuff. That's crazy. And whatever, I won't get into all that. No, really really wild but i think that has made me so appreciate wikipedia here's a psa you should actually donate to wikipedia when they offer up the little banner mom does it every year mom uh, does it i i did it too i was like these people are a fine line between our daily life and fascism and we here's don't the give thing them everyone's credit. like listen it, stop using wikipedia as a source everyone start using wikipedia as a start using wikipedia but like at least it's a jumping off course they cite all their sources they do. You can, yeah, like, literally, you can fact check for yourself from Wikipedia. I did a project today for my master's level, once again, modern literature class, basing all of my history. Oh, my God. I, if KZY, if you're listening to this, I cherish you as a mentor, and I really appreciate you, but I did use Wikipedia to find the history of Clarice Lispector. I'm sorry. I need to get that off my chest. I don't Go ahead. get a sense that KZY is going to listen to this, but you never know. I could I could shoot off a text. Do you have her number? She gave us her number today. And I should use it only for pertinent business such as sending her my podcast. She said that specifically? No, she did not. Well, I have one Damn. of my professor's phone numbers because we went graffiti hunting. And she was like, in case you need me. That's adorable, actually. Yeah. Um. Here's another. All right. What are we feeling? Yeah. What What's your takes, then? Also, this? apparently it has a had a budget of and this is the wording of wikipedia i'm not familiar with film budgets only 15 million dollars that's actually shocking i mean it also that's was in 1986 but no but i think even it, for it a, grossed 356 million dollars yeah that's huge that's a really that's frankly in terms of hollywood movies that's like a shoestring Ooh, it, like it, a re- it received generally mixed reviews from film critics but it was praised okay. for action sequences, the effects of air. That's all of the stuff That's I'm not so looking on forward the ball. to. No, though. you totally knew. But you said too, you're like, oh, it's gonna have like so many action scenes. It's just like, Bleh. yeah, I I don't like action scenes. Although like action scenes. Although I was shown by our father a clip from John Wick in which John Wick uses a horse as a weapon, and I will say that is an action scene I can get behind. Definitely. And also, it's Keanu it's like, Reeves. So. Have anything okay love keanu shouts out for sure but i feel like just movies that are masculine 
and I said this, I think, to Ben as well. Sorry to keep drawing it in, in this minor in, encounter with Ben. However, we, I was like, yeah, I just don't like action movies. And I think part of it is because, the, it, I was like, I just feel like it's going to be so masculine. It just doesn't feel like it's made for us. And that is no. frustrating because I think, not to get super into it, but I think that historically especially as queer women not a lot of things are made for us um completely and i just i or queer femmes rather um i just feel that that's why i don't like action films because i want to watch something that feels like it's made for me thelma and louise felt like it was made for me made for me definitely i was gonna say like back to our like really square one like let's call it a pilot episode of this podcast we watched thelma and louise and it like it rocked my brain. I was just like, what is going on? This was made for me. Everything that happens in it, it's women. And it's so rare to see a film that is like piloted championed by women, let alone one that's like made by some. Wow. But this Top Gun, this year Top Gun looks like it's going to be just, yeah, anything action oriented, military oriented. It's not as if it's I have a hard sell for me. It's not like I've I haven't seen given, a fucking lot of it. Yeah, no, right. It's not like we haven't like given it a shot, and we're just la- like we're just like little femmes being like, I mean, it's like action yeah, films, but you've never even seen yeah. one. Listen, I have seen almost every Marvel movie. Yeah, don't check me on that because I think that that's an inaccurate statement. I've seen yeah. probably more than fifty percent of the Marvel movies, so that's a majority of them. Um, okay. I don't like. They're fine. I guess they're fine. That's so many hours of your life, too. I've seen Star Wars. I've seen all the male things. I've seen a lot of the male... I keep retracting things. I've seen a lot of male... I've seen all the Star Wars. Wait, no, I have... That's even a lie. I'm sorry. Which ones have you not seen? I'm just like... I think I might have seen all of... Actually, I might not have seen the most recent Star Wars, but I think I've seen almost all of them. I think I stopped, like, three Star Wars ago. I did a... Insert Lucille Bluth. Go go see a Star Wars. I... I watched almost all of them over quarantine, and I did enjoy them, but it was, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's oh, just still that. not my thing. Watch them with Dad. Yeah, well, I, I, here's the thing that I feel <laughs> I should say. This type of movie is the type of movie that I would watch to appease our father and, like, spend time with him, you know? Oh, of course. The only straight man I care about. Yes. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> One of few. No, Caroline does like not ben. care. Love you. Aaron, love you. Aaron is okay. straight. That's really surprising. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was like, bye. I think a lot of people think that, too. He's not. But he is goth. That's cool. I didn't know there were straight <laughs> goths, though. <laughs> That's also TV. <laughs> no, they're like straight vampires, right? I thought they were all bisexual. That's just what I thought the vampires oh my god that's actually a really good theory that's actually rule of culture number 36 they're all okay no straight straight vampires vampires thank you that's what we should do and try instead of actually trying to do them in sync just say them like very slowly oh were you doing it in sync with what i was saying because i was i was okay oh because it felt like you were we were going back and forth (laughs) oh see that see we're learning more about the making of this podcast every time you make a first episode yes i think we've been doing really well i think you know maybe we'll go to like one more commercial break 
just catch up um, on the other things we've been watching. Maybe roast a film bro or two. Oh, we're we gonna do uh, that in the first half. Oh no, we can do that later. We can do a film boy roast later. Um, all right, well, let's take a short break for a PSA, and we'll be back with our hot takes and other pop culture moments. We'll be right back. To never before seen the podcast, podcast where we haven't seen anything and we don't like movies and it's a podcast and we and watch and we talk about movies and, and yeah that's the one this one have you listened to a podcast before caroline i have interesting okay moving on have you <laughs> i've Go listened ahead. to a podcast have i actually heard someone okay in Okay, so let's just back up for a second. Julia has a going theory that no one listens to the same podcasts. Have you this ever met someone that premise. you discussed a podcast with? Uh, yes, but she showed me the podcast. That's, However, see, that's the thing. Like, it's never like today, you on your own start listening wait, to some podcast. Yeah. Today, my neighbor walks into their home, their apartment, from which we share a central wall. Okay. And they were listening to Lore. Okay. By Aaron Mankey. There you go. One of my favorite of all time podcasts. And I heard the voice and it was just like, today, things could be darker than they seem. What's the last podcast you listened to and when did you listen to it? I listened to the NPR political podcast. Today? Um, today. That's, and today seems like that, a good day NPR to do that. <laughs> regular podcast and then the daily from the new york times i I think i only listen to political podcast today the reason i listen to keep it as well i like to keep it what what is uh, that from this week um it's with ira madison the third um he is it's like a cultural it's kind of like lost culture recess i think they actually mentioned um matt rogers in a recent episode so i feel like they're in the same universe my most recent podcast, I think the most recent one, yesterday I listened to You Can Sit With Us, which is the Tri Wives, and I love that podcast, because okay. it's just, like, female voices, and they're just, like, talking. Like, they're just, like, discussing really their lives, and I really like that, and they're all, like, in different fields and doing different things, and really like it. Um, I also just started listening to the Gus and Eddie podcast. Um, pretty good. What's that one? Yeah, I've shown you Gus Johnson. It's him and his roommate, Eddie Burback. They just, like, have a podcast. That sounds great. I've been getting a lot of his videos recommended. You should watch Eddie Burback. I think you would like Eddie Burback. Okay. I've been watching a lot of Nathan For You. I, I watched, you, yeah. <laughs> you love Nathan For You? Yes, okay. He, I was just so fascinated by him as a person. So I was looking into his previous stuff, and I guess YouTube like overheard my in-person conversation where I was talking about that and recommended me a video from his YouTube channel from 12 years ago okay wait he does a song it was hysterical wait I'm just recalling have you seen this thing where he goes on Conan but he brings a backup guest with him no. And he's like, in case things don't go well. But I think that it was the girl from, the lady from Thelma and Louise. Gina Davis? No, the other one. Susan, Susan, not Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. I think it was Susan, Susan Sarandon. Sarandon. Either that or it's the one I confused for Susan Sarandon, who was in Cheers. 
but they're fair faucet that's not fair faucet (laughs) it's not what i'm talking about i get really confused with white lady actors i cannot tell famously i cannot tell the difference between sandra bullock and basically any other it was susan sarandon it was susan sarandon susan sarandon he brought susan sarandon onto conan and like like it just was like in case things don't go well you can just start talking to her and then susan sarandon just sat there and didn't talk at all and it's like you have susan sarandon on the show like she's a big a-list actor (laughs) doesn't say a damn word the whole time so funny what the fuck he's just so like i feel like he's i almost get eric andre energy from him but much more reserved but just this like relishing in making people so so uncomfortable oh i I really like the intro of nathan for you and it's like i i went to the top business school in canada and got really good grades it shows his gpa flash is like c plus b like very good he's iconic i think the video is probably from when he was in college in canada i feel that we could do a podcast of us just chatting i think we should have a podcast where we talk about movies and one where we just chat okay we have good chats let's let's make a network oh we got right good chat yeah in it do you ever watch love island uh i've only ever really watched love island with you okay i've never seen uh, or i have not seen love island recently i just like i have seen it though i i enjoy the microphones that they have that might be my favorite part yes they go like swimming with yeah them. are they waterproof like how does that work they are i think that's why they're so big but i think they're, they're like sweating and spray tanning and like always always wet Someone's but it's also like how else would they do the microphones because they're never really wearing clothes like where would you clip a mic to because <laughs> they like wear it as like yeah, a necklace weird type necklaces. of thing yeah all right in it i feel like we should go watch a film and come back oh, watch a film <laughs> We'll go watch a film. Um, it will become I very apparent. Everything like I'm in. Sorry. It'll become very apparent soon that I can't do accents, and if I try to do one, um, on this podcast, Sweeney I apologize Todd. for Sweeney Todd. Sorry, is that, that how you do your really, Cockney? That was really irritating. Is that Cockney? Me, but I, that was I was just thinking of Helena Bonham Carter, but I thought Lay Miz, and I was like, she didn't have a Cockney accent, Lay Miz. I thought they or did. She? I thought yeah, they she all kind of like the. Oh no, they didn't all do really Cockney, strange. but she did Cockney, and I think she the other Tenardier did Cockney. Well, and his name I should really know. I don't know his name. He's like really famous for some reason. What? I don't know what else he's in. Who is he? Helena Bonham Carter and. Oh my god, they're like they always play together too. Oh my god, no, I I like I can't Google it, but I know for sure. Can I say that? Like, just speaking of Helena yep. Bottom Carter, I just think of Harry Potter, and I just want to tell you that like my one of my comedy professors, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sorry, <gasps> Borat. Borat. Borat's in Les Mis. Borat is in Les Mis. Okay, first of all, okay, way too much talking about Sasha Baron Cohen and Borat in my studies so far. It's like we're constantly really? talking about Sasha Baron Cohen. And it's like in both of my classes. No. And it's like, let's stop talking about Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, he's good. No one's that interested in Sasha Baron Cohen. But it's like weird that we've made that many references to him. Anyways. The Straits also love Borat. Continue. Yeah. Um, so I was in class when we were saying something about Harry Potter. And it was like Zoom class. Someone said something about Harry Potter, like, relating it to the thing. And then someone barged in and they were like, and the other cool thing about Harry Potter is, like, how we just kind of found them and there's no author. And my professor started playing, <laughs> on, like, playing onto it. 
or playing into it and yeah. just was like yeah it's like really incredible that these books were just found like and we just need to like appreciate the mystery of that <laughs> it's like yes that's amazing okay that's really iconic oh my god i've been watching freaking pen 15 recently and let me tell you it is just the perfect show it remains the best that post like youtube sketch television has to offer it's grown so much in the second season and i i just i appreciate the creators endlessly i am just i'm just so happy seeing female-led comedy yes and they write it and i don't know if they've directed i should look into that but I know they've at least written. But I'm just, like, like I'm so happy with that. Because I feel like people are like, no, women have always been in comedy because of, like, Carol Burnett. And it's like, name others. And it's like, yes, you can name others. But it's such a male-dominated thing. And it's typically, like, women being in male things. Like, Gina Radner. Gina Radner, incredible comedian. But it's like, Gilda? Gilda Radner, yeah. Okay, you said Gina. No, I didn't. You did. If I did, you could better cut that i'm gonna bleep it did i say gina radner <laughs> go you said gina twice gilda radner that's why i asked to clarify go ahead i know who gilda radner is and i'm i know shocked you do myself i don't want I... to embarrass you i just wanted to correct you so it wouldn't go unsaid okay gilda radner it's like she's incredible but it's like she's in all this like male-led st- like it's like she's on she was on snl yes. and it's like very male and it's, like, I want to see women making, like, women doing the whole thing. Because, like, and people, Definitely. I feel like people are, like, that's radical. I'm, like, then how is it not radical to have men do the whole thing? Absolutely. Oh, my God. When, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, not to be that white feminist, but I am white and I'm feminist. Sometimes it happens. Um, RBG was, like, uh, they were, like, well, when will you be happy, like, with what percentage on the and court? She said, and she was, like, all of them. Yeah, she was, like, nine would be good nine would be good like I'll stop at nine or like my goal would be nine and I'm like straight up I'm like all women government why is that fucking crazy why is that crazy I, I don't know I'm just like I people don't. say that's crazy I actually had to discuss I think I male government for thousands of years sorry go ahead one of my friends who happens to be a man but it's okay <sighs> it's okay because he's queer um um eh. Okay. He, I went into his dorm and he had just redecorated because his roommate um, is not there anymore. So he just redecorated and he has like this Booksmart poster and I was like, oh my god, Booksmart, I love Booksmart. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, it's like the 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 female super bad. And I just got mad. (gasps) But then he was like, oh no, and he was like, no, we've already had this conversation, Julia. And I was like, then why would you say it? Oh, you already you already had that conversation. Because I was like, me. I was like, I guess I had already had this conversation with them. I thought I had it with you about like how I don't think that people should say that it's the female super bad because they're just like fundamentally. I think you did. Then did I also have this conversation with him? Like I'm confused by that because I, I think they're know. fundamentally different. And he was like, well, it's more like a companion piece. I'm like, it's really not. Like they're just both movies it's about not high at school. All. It's two different movies with different directors and crews and casts. Like why is that? And he was like, people I just see it as a companion to, like, fit piece. Everything femme into this like little box of like things that have already been done it's like guess what art can have a renaissance as soon as women can have like an equal like ah it sounds so contrived but it's like when women and femmes have equal if not greater representation i wouldn't mind if hollywood just turned around was like this year you know reparations for fucking harvey weinstein and all of his bros and all of his film bros 
let's just let all women direct big budget films. Yeah. But that would never effing happen. I do need to interject and say, Aaron, if you're listening to this, because I think it's possible because I've talked to you a lot about this podcast and you have also given me many movie recommendations, a lot of which I am planning on using. And I just want to say that I'm not trying to call you out. I just, um, I just wanted to talk about uh, book smart and I really I enjoy our no. friendship and I just don't want to make things oh weird <laughs> and I just wanted to say that no it's just listen people gotta undo their shit it's like you can call people out you can call people out twice if they keep saying the same thing I, I, like, I'm not gonna I'm not trying to call Aaron out I'm just trying to have this conversation because he did agree with me when I actually had the conversation with him in person so there's no reason for me to call him out we're gonna turn around we're gonna watch this film and then oh, wait, wait. we will be back. We didn't rate it. Oh! <laughs> Two. Out of ten? Out of ten what? Out of anything. Two, yeah, two out of ten, like, uh, fighter jets. I'm going to give it a three out of ten uh, of the <laughs> presumed lady boobs that are going to be in this movie. There's going to be a lot I'm of cleavage, I think. At least two boobs, yeah. Maybe only two boobs because they'll just put her boobs in it endless numbers of times. We're really prejudging this movie, but guess what? That's our job. Um, you want to just make a quick prediction? Failing the Bechdel test, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, okay, cool. No, like, no question. Okay. All right, we'll see you on the other side. All right. And this has been... Bye, guys. Never before seen. Guys, you've been such a good audience. Thanks for coming. We'll see you in a minute. Like, we'll see you in, like, a couple seconds. But, like, for us, it'll be, like, a few days... watched the film in it. all right it was yeah well let's 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 okay well there were a lot fewer boobies than i thought i thought there were gonna be a lot of boobies and there were like i none. thought there were gonna be some boobies in and this there was and... like a sexy scene um and there was a sexy volleyball scene here's i let's, think we need to start i mean with i don't want to jump right no, into we that, need but. to jump right in on that all right let's get right into it because it lacked so much context there was no it context. There's no context at all. It's like they're training and they're something. And I think the, you can maybe, maybe you can kind of tell the budget deficiencies in the fact that they didn't have super great script souping or something. It's like they just went right from the training sequence right into the volleyball sequence. No transition, like nothing. I thought they were so, like in the locker room and then it was like oh we're gonna go play ball like it didn't it obviously didn't make sense in context but i, I thought that it wasn't like a just hard cut to that right and i don't think that was even the gayest part of the movie actually i would love to flip to my my can my we, notes which I, can we just talk oh, go a ahead. little bit more about the i have so many thoughts on that scene yes none of it makes sense to me the gay volleyball scene? the gay volleyball scene it makes no sense in context of the movie you could take that out and nothing would be lost why is Tom Cruise shirtless but wearing jeans while playing volleyball? That was my biggest question while watching that. Is the shirtless but wearing jeans and playing volleyball. No one wears jeans when they play volleyball. And it was like it seemed like he just changed out of his military uniform into the jeans. <laughs> yeah, I don't My biggest question that. is about the jeans. You had questions about the jeans, okay. I, I had questions. questions about the gay stuff because I didn't think it was as gay as promised. 
the volleyball scene. I think there were gayer parts, and I would like to just refer you to my notes because this is the only notes I've taken. Okay. As you can see, perhaps it says Top Gun gay quotes. Sam. Number one, when they get in trouble, when Goose and Maverick get in trouble for doing that weird maneuver. And, uh, no, when they do the flyover. Yes, the flyby. They, like, they do a flyby, and they, like, they make this guy spill his coffee or some annoying shit. And he goes, he's, like, yelling in the background. He goes, I want some butts. I, like, when, okay, did you put down. That was gay. Where it's, like, they have to be close. I have a hard on. Uh, That was the next one. (laughs) I have a hard on. Then he says, don't tease me. uh, That's gay. uh, I was, like, listening to that. I was, like, is there another meaning of having a hard on? Or is he literally saying he has a boner, therefore the enemy is near? Was that a literal meaning? I think so. That was fucking crazy. Yeah, what the F? Also, yeah, I feel like an idiot, and I'm just going to expose myself right now. Okay. I had never thought about where the phrase wingman comes from. And not only did I not realize oh. it, I did not realize it in the beginning of the movie. I realized it at the very end when Maverick is talking to Iceman, and he's like, they're like, oh, well, you can be my wingman anytime. It's like, no, you'll be my wingman. And then I was like, like in, like, you know, the iconic, like, you're in a bar and the, your friend, like, introduces you. Never thought about it. Never thought about where that came from. I thought it was just a thing. No. I don't know. Okay. I wasn't as struck by that. And frankly, I didn't even realize that that was the case until you just said it. So I feel less I was stupid. like, oh, wingman. Because I felt more like... That kind of, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Do you think that that phrase was popularized after this film? Oh, I hadn't thought about it that way. I just assumed it was like a, just a phrase that comes from flight. I didn't think it was like a a thing there. Yeah. Here's another thing I have to say about this film. We're really jumping around here. The soundtrack. The soundtrack. There's two songs in it and they're both iconic. They are. Wait, what? Name the songs. Danger Zone, and the other one, Kenny the Loggins. sexy one. What's the sexy one? Take my breath away. Take my breath away. Which I remembered after listening to it that Mom said that she hates that song. Why? Because she they used hate to play love? it at prom. Oh. No, she. It, it was like uh, her being like very peripherally alt. I mean, yeah. Well. This movie came out in 1986. Our mother went to prom in 1988. So, yeah. So, that's huge. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, uh, um, the soundtrack. I think it was hysterical. Um, another iconic film, which has literally only two songs, is The Graduate. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like that. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Literally that one and then Mrs. Robinson. They just keep going back and forth. Yeah, and then or, like, they'll play No, like, Sound of Silence. And sound they'll, of but silence. then they'll like play an instrumental for Like there's different versions of them. But it was... Yes, no, definitely. The first time they played Take My Breath Away, I was like, when is she going to say it? Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. Um, I really... That was a, a stylistic choice to like... You don't see that anymore. Movies with two songs. Actually, The Sorcerer's Apprentice really had two songs. I it would, you know, I feel like... Maybe they sh- only want to pay or only could pay for two oh, songs. Oh, because they had such a low budget. I've really been shitting on The Sorcerer's Apprentice a lot on this podcast. Um, I haven't even seen it. It's bad. Um, wouldn't recommend it. Okay. It's like, it's like a Nick Cage movie, but 
bad like notably bad which says a lot okay got it so those are my i think thoughts. that about all nick cage movies no but uh, i'm saying it's notably to, bad yes. for a nick cage movie that's what i'm saying oh okay 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 um i think i think that this movie was less propaganda than i anticipated it's but decently still propaganda, propaganda though yes because i i don't know it's propaganda in the way where you're like, look at that. It's so cool. I want to be in that. Because... Y- yeah, it's very sly. A little bit of background. It's like propaganda in the less kind of overt, maybe way. A little bit of background Wait, info that? on me for the podcast listeners. <laughs> I went, I fully fell into this kind of propaganda, and I Ooh. began the process of applying to the military schools. And I ended up yes. not doing it. But I, wow, that was I, so recent, and yet I put it out of my brain so quickly. I yes. was, like, a candidate to be in, like, the Naval Academy. I ne- I didn't, like, go through with the whole thing because it was, like, a lot of work, and I realized, like, it's not really what I wanted to be doing because I, mm-hmm. I had this whole realization. I was like, I don't want to be doing that because then I'm not going to be able to see horses forever. <laughs> Lo and behold, I'm also now at a school where I don't see horses. Not as big of a deal as I thought. <laughs> but... <laughs> This is the kind of thing that made me want to do it because I was like, look at these badasses that look so fucking cool. But looking at it now, now with the radicalization inside of me now, I'm like, the amount of money wasted for Tom Cruise to do the stupid flyby and for him to like just be a dick and waste all this gas. Jet fuel is so fucking expensive. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. He's wasting about maybe the, the country's the resources. Car, I mean, car, plane that he crashed. It wasn't his fault. Though. I don't think it was his fault. I also was very confused about a lot of the plane stuff in this. Um, for some reason, yeah. I kept thinking that the the se- first of all didn't understand what the second person in the plane did. I was like, fucking, why doesn't Tom Cruise just fly this plane by himself? What the fuck is Goose doing here? Um, right. But then I also thought I don't know why I couldn't visualize it and just like the something about the shots made, made it very weird for me but i thought that like goose was sitting backwards in the plane turns out he's sitting forwards and just elevated i c- oh, talked okay. to our father about this i was like what is like what does goose even do <laughs> i called him what, i was like what, what does what, goose what do he like navigates and like deal with like the the guns and stuff like that okay great because the pilot and he also has to like look that. out for different things like it's more of like a i'm yes. like your i'm like your second set of eyes it was also a propaganda, well, I'll say in response to, you know, it's not I told you so, but I, I've never had, I think, the same opinion of the military or such a benevolent kind of relationship. Um, I was very scared when you said you wanted to go into the Air Force. Um, and because it's so strongly propagandized it is built into so many institutions it's built Mm -hmm. into i think my most direct experience with the military was being um affiliated with the with the i'm I'm gonna bleep that with the football team at my school Mm -hmm. um and the fact that they had military days during every game they would have some kind of military acknowledgement they were sponsored by the military and they they have army recruiting um things at like high school football games and shit like that it's like it's so dangerous and the propaganda like this movie does not always come in this clean little package like you know these really extremely high budget commercials you see for the army i saw an army commercial that i was like this looks like a video game guess what it's they're trying to base their look on the video games 
yeah whatever and these films that you know glorify one of the things I kept thinking during this I was like there's no way they get this many days off in a five-week program you'd probably get zero days off to be honest like from the people I know who are in in like ROTC and stuff yeah I've just got to say my main I want to just like say that I wasn't a person where I was like glorifying the military as much as I was like I want to get free college from the U.S. government and I want I want to get because they they get paid while they're in college and I was like I don't want to have debt I want to make money while I'm in college and I will say the one person I'm like friends with who is in ROTC has has purchased a house yeah has like you know has a mortgage right now and is also getting married well okay bleep this bleep this Bella bought a house She's, like, fucking 19. That's insane. Yeah, and she, like, has a dog. She's really got her shit together. <laughs> but, but in so she's many also ways, also military it's like police. That, that is the worst job you could possibly have. I know. Second of all, because fuck pigs, fuck the military. The, the U.S. military, let's just put this right out in front of this. I mean, it's not out front. We're 10 minutes into this analysis, but... The U.S. military is the number one agent of global pollution, Yes, more so than many government. I mean, any government. That's any another. Government. That's what I was thinking of as well. Just like fucking watching yeah. this movie, I was like, "Look at all of this. It's so fucking wasteful." Waste. And like, yeah. I'll give them. It was 1986. Um, that's like. But still, this was part of normalizing that. Yeah. Um. Another thing. About oh yeah, they don't have that many days off. Um. And I was like, so he can just like sneak in, sneak out. It's like, I get that he's like a wild card, like loose agent, whatever. But it's like the his commanding officers were very loose with him, with Maverick it, in it ways totally that I this, cannot even imagine. It, but yeah. that's such a that's such a stereotype of like just this thing. Like, I don't know. There's this trope. Like nepotism? Or? There, no, there's, it wasn't the nepotism necessarily. I think it's this trope of like, well, you're so good at it, but you don't follow any of the rules. So I'm going to put you into a little bit of trouble, but you're not going to really get in trouble. But don't do it again. It's like that thing constantly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's another thought. Not as much Go related ahead. to the military. Meg Ryan was in this. Yeah, wait, I saw Meg Ryan's name. Who was she? She was Goose's wife stop oh wait okay can i just say something and can i be like really upfront and honest are you gonna say that you don't know who meg ryan is i'm glad that you shared your journey and all of these things and this personal details i as much as i love films and as much as i have a degree in media production i cannot tell white lady actors apart i only was like tell reese witherspoon from susan sarandon from sarah jessica parker susan sarandon and reese witherspoon are you serious just kidding. No, I know who Susan you know, Sarandon is because you know I just watched the episode. Yes, and I just watched the episode of Nathan for You where Susan Sarandon comes on to the Jimmy Kimmel show. To that was Jimmy Kimmel. As an I it was Conan. It was Conan. Conan. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, um, no, but yeah, I really can't tell them apart. And I thought that Meg Ryan and Megan Fox <laughs> and Mila Kunis were the same person. I have these little Me- bubbles. But There's Meg- like bubbles Meg Ryan of three is so different or four. From those other two people that you said. I don't know why they have either. They have similar names, they have or similar, similar faces. Name. But here's the okay. thing: is like I couldn't remember her name, and I was like, I actually had to look it up. I was like, because I was. What like, else was she in? I know her from When Harry Met Sally, and I had to look up When Harry Met Sally and figure uh, out her name because I was like, I know Billy Crystal's okay. in When Harry Met Sally, but what's the girl's name? She's also in Sleepless in Seattle, but I'm not like that into rom coms where I've seen Sleepless in Seattle. 
um i really don't like rom-coms i, I will watch them. when harry met sally at some point but this one was it's really more rom-com I, than I thought. It, like, started with this battle scene. I was like, if this whole movie's like this. And you, previously, I think you watched it before I did. Yep. And you, we texted about it. And you were like, oh, the beginning and the end were so boring. And even still, I I started watching it. And I was like, this 10-minute battle sequence. I was like, this is the most boring shit I've ever so seen. It was so boring. Let's just and talk it's about also, that. I know it's supposed it's a, to be so yes. exciting. It's like it's supposed to be the most exciting part Start of the film. with the battle scene. I hated it. It's uh, But it's also, that's just not for me. That's not, like, made for me. I just know what things are made for me and what aren't. The romance sequence within it was made for me. And it was an, a, a t- an attempt right, to an get appeal. more people involved in this film because no, no one's going to go on date night to go well. see this. No one's going to go to the theater for date night to go see this film if they're, okay. like, they're not going to go for date night. They're going to go with the bros. And you need the appeal of, like, the bros going with their sig- significant others. Sigoths. To go Can see Can we start it, calling, sing- instead of S.O., Sigoth? Yes. I'm trying to go with your Sigoths. So that's, okay. I think that's why they did that. Also, it was, like, really sexy. <laughs> oh, no, it was quite sexy. I thought the sex scene for a military movie, I was like, I've never seen a sex scene like this. The also, blue light and the, like, shadows and everything. I was, it was very, really it was not ready to be attracted very to Tom Cruise. Oh, my God. I can't be ever since that meme came around where they showed the line from his nose down his angel's bow down his teeth. Oh, I literally so cannot off. look at him they're the same so way. Off. I can't look at him the same. Because it looks like he's closed. doing kind of a crooked smile, but guess what? It's just his It's teeth. just a smile. Yeah. If his mouth Wait, is can closed, I say, yes. though, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, mouth closed. No, he was cute. I liked his butt when he, that one long scene where he's walking away. Oh, I don't know if you remember butt, this. His butt was, like, and, like, in the fatigues. jacket, and he's got the aviators. Oh, yeah. And he's like and riding so, this I was motorcycle talk about, really sexy. I wanted to talk about, um, just to put one more cap on the propaganda thing, it is also late Cold War propaganda. Oh, yeah, because I, uh, I the, didn't know what... The commies are the enemy. I didn't like, understand. Like, not just a given. I did not understand what MiGs were. I talked to Dad about it. I was like, Dad, what are MiGs? Okay. And he was like, the Soviet planes. I was like, oh. <laughs> right. So now I understand. Also, I, I didn't fully yeah. process that, like, the beginning battle scene was a real battle and not, like, a training simulation. I thought it was... Yeah, me too. I thought so too. And then it was like I was like, why are the why are the stakes so high for like what's the guy's name like Coyote or whatever? <laughs> was it? Coyote? Oh my god! I don't yeah, remember what his name was. Wait, what was his name? Lone no, Wolf like or something? something. I don't know. You're like Coyote, Cowboy, Lone Wolf. What? <laughs> okay. Something like me. You know what I mean? All the names are the same. It was his name was like fucking Coyote Hollywood, or something. Fucking yeah. Like, I, I fucking loved the names though. The names were great, but also those names. Were, like, Ice Man. These names were like. First of all, you're gonna choose Goose over anything. And I said, I again, I talked to mom and dad, and they silly, were like, though. and then my dad, like mom and dad, were like, oh well, he probably just like grabbed people's butts. I was like, is that a thing? And she was like, yeah, you goose them. <laughs> mom said that. Yes. I was like, oh, That's disgusting. Wait, Gross. grab people's butts? Apparently, you goose them. Can I tell you something? I, th- okay, wait, it's not called goosing, but in high school, someone told me that there was a thing on the soccer team oh my god i literally can't. it was like an eagle a fl- wait boys or girls falcon wing i don't know boys foot boys i don't know what is it boys soccer where you stick your finger you try to stick your fingers in someone's butt oh like in their butthole i'm like that's straight up assault i feel like i've heard of that yeah i mean so is grabbing people's butts frankly but like um i just Men are gross. Yeah, Can men we are just gross. put that? Let's title this episode Top Gun colon Men are gross. Men are gross colon 
two queer femmes analyze Cold War propaganda. Go ahead. I have, okay, another thing. One, the names, some of the names were cool. I really like the name Maverick. The name Hollywood, pretty cool. Slider, And Viper. Maverick, it so fits. It fits. Maverick's Viper's the coolest sick. one. Maverick. he's a maverick one. he's like a lo- he's a he's a rogue wave he's a loner he's maverick like a, was know. a perfect name for him the other names are like kind of dumb Iceman is a stupid name i think we can all agree viper cool name though viper's cool i kind of liked Iceman. i thought it was sorry. stupid i'm um, sorry can we just talk about the emotional part of this film I wasn't expecting it to get so emotional. I knew Goose was going to die. We all knew Goose Wait, was going to die. Wait, I cried. Oh my God, I cried. I also, but then I, I texted Google you. What, I didn't expect to cry during this film. But I had like, to Google what happened. I didn't understand. Because I was like, how did Goose die? But Maverick didn't. I guess he like hit his head coming out of the plane. I think that was a pretty short like little, th- I kind of noticed that. And then I was like, wait, did he actually? I think also because of the budget, they probably were only able to do that a couple times. Yeah, it, that was very, I thought that was confusing. I literally had to Google, how did Goose die? But it was so emotional watching his lifeless body get, oh, get lifted. lifted. And, like, he's like, oh, and he's like, you have to let go of him? I was like, oh, my God. No, I cried. He's holding his friend's dead body. And it's very, I think, as much as it, in in a wide lens, is propaganda, I think where a lot of other war movies lose my attention is that they're very tactical and they're not very human that i was not expecting it to be so human of this thing of like he's gonna leave and he can't do it anymore because yes and i thought it was kind of critical kind of of the military for a point it it didn't get super direct but well i think they were receiving funding from the the military (laughs) really oh that's probably why the budget was low because i was like how is it possible that for 15 million dollars they could do all these flying yeah sequences? i think they, they that's how they did free. the stunts was like the military was like if we give you like script like if you we get to look at the script and like give you notes then we'll give you like i don't know uh free. that's what my friend aaron sure said was, he yeah. said that they like actually like they made it propaganda but then in exchange they got like these cool flight sequences it's literally pro- i mean like so then in that case like verdict out straight up propaganda okay meg ryan i really like i was like okay she's just like goose's wife and whatever she gave a really emotional performance of this scene with she tom cruise great job that was oh like really emotional like oh he could would have kept flying without you and i was like this is like the emotional climax of the film also but I the part so. when the guy comes in while tom cruise is like washing his face in his tidy whiteies i was like this is so uncomfortable and weird i think there was something gay in that part too but i, I that felt gay i don't know it's that just part was very confusing. Like, you guys. Wait, can we talk about the um the love interest though? I loved her. I liked I and I was pleasantly surprised, and maybe this is me like underestimating the eighties. I I will say that very tentatively. That like threw me However, for a loop. That threw me for a fucking. I was loop. like, oh, she's just this girl at the bar, whatever. And it's gonna be like, the, then, oh, she, he's just like chasing her. The she's whole like time. a top Pentagon official. I loved that. Hot. She was really hot. That gave me boners. Because then she, like, when she, because it's like, oh, well, he's just singing for this girl and whatever. When she, when they, they come into flight school and she's, like, there. I'm like, she's right yes. there. She's right yes. there. And she's, guess what, in charge. She's in charge. Famously. Pancake just did a big stretch. Oh, love it. 
Okay. Oh, I love her so much. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then we end with the stupid. I hated the end. I just fucking hate it. I beginning and then I'm just like it's full circle, but only in the fact that it. Those are the. I mean, most it, interesting. Sure, like, it was important that like scene. Maverick comes. Like Maverick is like, you know, whatever. He disengages and then he engages again. And it's like okay, he's like coming back from this and whatever. The what? Also, another right. note but it's I like, have. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Wait, can I just say you that? Go, back go to therapy. More. though. let him go to therapy. Yeah, like give him a little he time to go to therapy. PTSD from like holding his best friend's dead body and this guy's just like get over it the, the, like his the commanding officer is like, like just keep putting him up the best thing you can do is just, just get over it just keep putting him up he's fine <laughs> also, yeah that's also the, the dead like dad that. stuff the dead dad stuff like felt weird and like i feel like again i feel like i said this but it's because it's based yeah. on a book i think that they just were like let's just throw that in there because it's in the book i don't know i never read the book obviously yeah but it felt mm-hmm. like one of those things where they were like oh the readers of the book will know and it'll be weird if we don't bring it up and like this is maverick's backstory but it felt like totally mm-hmm. not well enough explained and it wasn't like yes. fleshed out and it just felt like mm-hmm. they could have just left that entire thing out and i still would have felt the same things about maverick yeah totally i think um i mean <sighs> yeah i don't know i think i would give it overall like three out of five migs i i, I think, think three out of five seems good i i think we might have written out it's of 10 very before, like but middle of the road i wasn't as angry as at it as i thought i was pleasantly surprised boosted it for me pleasantly surprised i really I, I didn't I think i would enjoy movie. it in any way and i was like oh this is pretty good yeah i was ready to come in here film bro roast and like honestly i will still if you say the top gun is one of your favorite movies then you might be a cop However, three out of five megs for me. So I think that's good. I I will concur. Three out of five. And I don't know. Pretty pretty solid first step. I think um, up next we're going to watch something real exciting. Um, And very famous. It's famous. Can can you just, can we say it maybe on three? One, two, three. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. We're gonna watch Ghostbusters. Um, Did that work at the same time? For, for me, it, it was at the same time. Hey, join um, us next time this one. for a spookier episode. Something spooky. Should we just reveal it? Wait, no, we did. You we guys did. did not even hide this episode. <laughs> that's that's. It's like really just really that that I'm not high. Oh yeah. Don't worry. I mean, you can be high when we record Ghostbusters. I'm gonna be high when we watch it, also.